Welcome to Season 4 of E-Commerce Fastlane. This podcast helps resilient entrepreneurs thrive with Shopify. And now on to Episode 162. You're listening to E-Commerce Fastlane, the podcast show to help you build, manage, grow, and scale a successful and thriving company powered by Shopify. Listen to real conversations with partners and subject matter experts as they share proven practical strategies, platforms, and the best Shopify apps to help you accelerate your business. The time is now for you to improve efficiencies, grow revenue, profit, and lifetime customer loyalty. Please welcome your host, startup founder and strategic advisor, Steve Hutt. Today's episode is brought to you by High Conversion Recommend, powered by Amazon Personalize. They help medium to large Shopify merchants boost engagement, increase conversions, and most importantly, grow new revenue with the same product recommendation AI that's used on Amazon.com. When your visitors can't quickly discover the right products, they leave and they go to a competitor or a big marketplace, which really explains why on average, 90% of your online visitors never find a product or add an item to the shopping cart. High Conversion Recommend is unique. They use visitor actions, context, and Amazon's own recommendation algorithms to generate ultra-relevant, personalized recommendations all in real time. You know, and the results are proven. Shoppers who engage with product recommendations are known to produce more in revenue per visit compared to those that do not. Because conventional recommendation apps train algorithms with existing customer data. The impact is limited to your smallest traffic segment, about 10% of your visitors who are returning buyers and lookalike visitors. With High Conversion Recommend, you can benefit from Amazon's session-based personalized recommendation engine using live visitor actions and context to learn buying signals. This unlocks revenue potential from your largest share of visitors, up to 90% of your so-called cold traffic who would otherwise never buy anything. So I highly recommend install High Conversion today. Take them up on their offer. They have a seven-day product recommendation challenge. They believe they can produce 100% more revenue per visitor in just one week with the use of Amazon's product recommendation algorithms. So head on over highconversion.com and mention your e-commerce Fastlane listener, and you'll also get an exclusive 20% off their annual plan. Well, hey there, it's Steve, and welcome back to the e-commerce Fastlane podcast. Now, this is your first time listening. This is an e-commerce show where we have honest and transparent conversations about building and thriving with your store powered by Shopify or Shopify Plus. If you're an ambitious, lifelong learner, you're definitely in the right place today. New episodes are available twice weekly with your favorite podcast players like Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and many more. You can also stream current episodes, including relevant back catalog, directly from ecommercefastlane.com. Now, in today's episode, I'm excited for a encore recording. Uh, my guest is Tim Peckover. He's the Senior Manager of Marketing and Community from a company called Smile.io. You may have heard of them. They're over 60 
thousand Shopify brands are connected to their platform. They're massively growing, especially because of the pandemic. It's just so interesting, the growth that's been happening in this space. And I think it's timely to get Smile back onto the show and talk about their platform and talk about what, what's going on in the industry as far as loyalty and rewards and refer a friend and just the whole thing about building a community around your brand. They have the solution that really helps obviously 60,000 brands do that sort of thing on Shopify. It's a great conversation. I really hope you get a lot out of it. Make sure you also listen through to the end of the podcast. There's also uh, some exclusive listener-only bonuses uh, for those that choose to take the platform for a spin and those that choose to kind of continue on with a quarterly or annual plans. So hi, Tim. Welcome to e-commerce Fastlane. Thanks for having me, Steve. It's uh, been a while. You said this is an encore one of our co-founders, Steve, was on. It's been a couple of years, I think, so it's, it's good to get back in the seat and, and talk with you. Yeah, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that at the end of this recording, I'm going to update my calendar and just, you know, update the, the link to say that this is, needs to recur at least annually, but I'm certainly open at any time if there's going to be significant platform updates or any case studies and things. I'm always open to uh, sharing the story of kind of how you're impacting Shopify brands. So pretty exciting stuff. So... Let's talk a little bit on high level first, because I mean, yes, there's a lot of people that know what Smile does, but there's lots that maybe understand maybe the benefits of what loyalty is and what a loyalty program is, a refer friend program. These are you know pretty common things that people have heard of. Not a lot are executing well on it, and I think that's where Smile fits in. So it'd be great for you to share you know some of the problems you know that you've identified and why the platform is solving these for Shopify store owners. Sure. So like you said, at its core, Smile is a loyalty and referral platform. You know, we're all familiar with the points and referral programs by like Starbucks, uh, Domino's Pizza, you know, McDonald's has had their McCafe rewards up and running for a while now. And actually, I heard the other day that they're actually going to be removing the on cup stamp system that they had where, you know, you buy so many drinks and get a free one. So they're moving right to their, their digital app. So we're all kind of familiar with them. And basically smile is a platform to let, you know, any small business that is running an e-commerce store, we want you to be able to build a loyalty and referral and VIP program, just like that for your Shopify or Shopify plus store. So we really do that by helping you create a platform, a, a loyalty solution that motivates customers to engage their brand, we like to say that we help you acquire, engage, and retain your customers. And that's typically done through a few different ways. Most of it is through different earning actions. So like any points program, you set it up so your customers can earn points. Those are through like micro engagements, like uh, product purchases, like leaving a review, like following you on social. And it just keeps them engaged with your brand. They build up that points balance and then they are can cash them in. They can get discounts, they can get free shipping, free products, whoever you set it up. And it just helps kind of build that loyalty. Once they have that points balance built up, that's a real retention saver. You're, you're keeping them engaged with your brand because they don't want to lose that points balance by going to one of your competitors. And so really just at a high level, Smile helps stores make sure that their customers, uh, whether those customers are, are logged in with their accounts or even just guests, don't just make a single purchase, but you're able to engage them and get them coming back again and again and again. What's interesting too is I... On top of the, I, I call it the core kind of points type program and how you exchange those points for product or discounts or whatever it is. I also love the VIP option that you have, which I think is quite interesting, is really about rewarding, you know, your most engaged and your highest value customers. And it's interesting that you really 
allow for a very seamless experience. It's almost like it's a logged in experience for VIP tagged customers in Shopify. If you're a Smile customer, the user experience of a VIP customer allows for the use of, without the use of coupon codes, you just, you're automatically just giving people the opportunity to say, Hey, you know what? I appreciate you. And by the way, because you're on this VIP tier level, ABCD, gold, silver, bronze, whatever it is, then all of a sudden you get these additional rewards and these kind of statuses that go along with them being a customer of your brand. Yeah. When, and with some of our, our higher plans, you can set up those custom perks and, and benefits. So like you said, if you're a, a VIP or, or top tier customer, you know, maybe you do get those discounts, but maybe you also get, you know, access to an exclusive Facebook group or behind the scenes information, or maybe brands, you're going to reach out to your customers and give them early access to sales or new products and that sort of thing. And it really just helps you kind of turn those customers that they're already loyal because they're already coming back and buying from you, but it just turns that loyalty into making them a brand advocate that is, they're going to tell people, Hey, you know, brand XYZ is doing this and it's super cool. Check out what they're doing. And it just helps build that, that real community of, of having your customers just really be in love with your brand. So let's talk a little bit about, I guess, the history behind Smile. It's been around for quite a while. It's a, you know, a Shopify Plus certified app partner. You know, it's it's quite a rigorous process to be able to be approved, at least on the Shopify Plus side as being, you know, having the scalability and the reliability and the customer support and the privacy. And there's quite a few things I've interviewed Matt O'Leary, who kind of heads up the the kind of the plus team as far as the uh, the app and kind of partners program, it's, it's quite interesting the the process that a brand has to go through. So kudos to engineering at Smile because obviously you got up to that level and that's great. Let's talk a little bit about maybe the journey of the platform itself because it's definitely iterated. I mean, it's been a couple of years since I've interviewed uh, Smile and then obviously it was rolling along for many years prior to that. And one of the reasons that's came on my radar was because so many brands were using it. Now upwards of 60,000 brands are using Smile now. So what do you believe uniquely positions the team a bit, I guess, to have the desire and the expertise and just... We just would love to understand the mindset and just the engineering and just the iteration that's happened over the last little while. Sure. So a lot of the reason why we're able to move the scale and support at the, the Shopify Plus scale is because of the origins that we do have. So Smile was originally called Sweet Tooth Rewards for anyone who knew of us back in the day. And it was a loyalty solution built for Magento way back. And so we had thousands of customers with Sweet Tooth on the Magento platform, but it was all very custom. It was very large brands or ones that were very hands-on. They had their own developers on staff. And we realized that, you know, we were building these loyalty solutions for these these larger enterprise-sized customers, but it's really useful for everyone. Like any brand, whether you're just starting off or you're scaling, could use a loyalty program to help retain their customers. And so that's when we we made the efforts and we invest in the engineering and the product side to be able to move away just from Magento onto platforms like Shopify um, and Shopify Plus. And so we we rebranded from Sweet Tooth to Smile and it's been five years th- since the rebrand, four years. And there's, like you said, there's over 60,000 customers that are using uh, Smile across the globe. We've rewarded, I think it's over 200 million shoppers now with points through all of those customers. And everyone says that, you know, the team they have is really the best in the business. But I, I really do think that Smile has a really unique blend of, of folks. Our, our senior leadership team, they built this incredible platform from, you know, way back in the Sweet Tooth days. And we've just been building on it and iterating on it. 
And, you know, our team is really just experts at what they do. They have an ability to look at loyalty, retention, and commerce, and just kind of see where we're going and and what's next in a way that, you know, I don't really see out there. A lot of other companies, we're really building features, and we've been building features for the benefit of our customers, you know, not just because it looks good for us, but because it's actually going to help merchants be successful. Like the, I mentioned that, you know, shoppers don't necessarily have to be logged in to start earning points. And that was a feature that we just rolled out over the past year is that we can actually reward guest shoppers with points. And then merchants can let them know that, hey, you've earned points, but you haven't created an account. Why don't you come back and create that account and start using those points you've earned? And that's just going to help merchants, you know, build up their customer base of, of shoppers that actually have that Shopify account. And, you know, just being able to to look in the future and see, hey, what are the things that is, are falling through the cracks? What customers aren't we being able to build relationships with or, or merchants aren't being able to build relationships with? And how can we build features that are just going to enhance that customer brand relationship? Yeah, I'd add to that too, is that, you know, this whole first party data, I mean, now with this iOS 14 update, and I know a lot of, there's been a lot of challenges and stuff and, you know, thinking about retention marketing and saying, well, how do I maximize the value of my existing customers? I know this CAC, this customer acquisition costs continue to rise. It's, it's getting more and more challenging with the Facebook pixel or just, it's just overall, it's just not working as well. And knowing that you can reward guest shoppers, I'm thinking out loud here. What's interesting is imagine like a re-engagement sequence. You're right. Like somebody comes to the store, they buy something, but they're not part of the loyalty program yet. What a great way to maybe if they're attached to Clavio, for example, as their marketing automation tool, that could be a tagged customer and then could go into the Clavio flow and saying, are they a customer yet of, or are they a member of the VIP program or the loyalty program yet? Yes or no? No. Okay. Then we need to go into this segment and we need to kind of delicately nudge them along about the benefits of the points they've already earned. I think that's phenomenal just from a retention standpoint. Yeah. When, and we have our integration with Shoelace does something even where you can actually do, I mean, we need to see how it all plays out with the iOS stuff, but you can actually do retargeting based on their loyalty information. So if someone is part of your loyalty program and has points that they've earned, but they haven't redeemed them, you can retarget them with Instagram or Facebook ads with like using that segmentation to say like, Hey, you have points in our loyalty program, come back and redeem them. And it's, it's so personal. And it's like, that's, that's kind of, to me, the one good thing about social media ads is when it's like that hyper-personal level where it's not creepy, but it's actually valuable for me to see an ad like that that's going to actually drive me back to a store and give me value that I've earned. So let's talk about the pandemic because I think obviously it's a hot topic for a lot of things. I know it's been more than a year now, you know, 12 to 18 months. A lot of things have been going on in the world and, you know, commerce, obviously people are buying online. I believe it's slowing down a little bit as maybe traditional retail is opening up. Some people that are choosing vaccines, things are kind of, but I don't believe it's the levels overall, people just get used to buying online now. They don't want to uh, go in the store, number one, because there's still social distancing. So it's all these other things. So yes, there's some in-person things. I think there's some benefits of your solution too, as it relates to Shopify's POS and understanding points and how they can. So there is a retail component that all this can still work together, but the online portion of it, it just like have you noticed any challenges from any of the brands that are connected? I mean, as soon as COVID hit, like, you know, really in 2020, Shopify noticed a big increase in people wanting to build stores and wanting to help and serve their customers because retail was closed. What did you see on your end with the Smile platform and anything you can kind of share publicly? Sure, yeah. So I, I think the biggest thing was just 
especially right at the beginning was brands that didn't have any online presence at all or no e-commerce platform and just trying to figure out like how do I even get started with this that's where like Shopify comes in like and kind of saves the day for so many of these brands because like they they didn't know how to get started and they needed something that was simple to be able to just like okay in you know not weeks or months from now but in the next few days I need to move my store online so my business can stay afloat that was kind of the most initial challenge I would say that we saw our customers with too is like, you know, they've launched a Shopify store, they're adding loyalty, but like they still don't really know like, hey, how do I actually acquire customers? And so there's just been a lot of education and all the stuff that, you know, that Shopify puts out in the, this podcast, even there's such a wealth of knowledge out there. And it was just our team, our, our merchant experience team has done a lot of just like helping customers find resources to help them actually get started. And then I think a part of the the next kind of challenge is is differentiation because with everyone moving online, now you and 50 of your closest competitors are all competing for, you know, that same ad space. So it, it is even harder to stand out and to acquire those customers. And loyalty has been a way for customers to kind of, uh, for merchants to be able to bring those customers in and close the sale and get the the purchases without having to just throw discounts like crazy. That's the nice thing about loyalty is that you're able to have them build that that points balance and you have have those micro engagements where they're they're looking forward to coming back and and earning more points and and cashing them in and that that gamification helps you build that customer rapport without having to just keep throwing more and more discounts. They've actually had to, you know, whether they're following you on social media or signing up for your newsletter or leaving reviews, they're giving your brand value in exchange for that discount. You're not not just giving a discount away for the fun of it. I'd also uh, note too that on top of the loyalty part, you know, just having to differentiate yourself, having a brand story, having mission, having a vision behind your brand. I mean, we always talk about, at least on my, a lot of the calls that I have with brands, we talk about, you know, the social and maybe in the environmental impact that you're having, because people really want to speak with their wallet, so to speak, or pay with their wallet. Like they, they just, they just, they feel that instead of just hoarding all the profits, maybe there's some opportunity to go towards a brand that is really giving back to society and shopping more local. So I think that's an interesting concept. Yeah. And like we have an integration with uh, Shop for Good by Daily Karma. They're uh, an app in the Shopify app store where if you donate to a charity with our integration with them, you, brands can actually reward their customers with points for donating to charity. And so there's it goes even further and multiplies that effect. But when I'm shopping for myself, if there's two nearly you know identical products with the same price point but one of them is made ethically or one of them is going to you know donate to save the pandas i'm going to vote with my wallet 100% just like you said so i argue a little bit i mean not all markets i mean i this this podcast is quite wide around the world you know leaning a little more heavy towards the north american market but that seems to be opening up a little bit i know the us canadian border is still closed at least the land borders are, but I think things are starting to open up a bit more. And I believe there's a light at the end of the tunnel with this pandemic. But what does that mean for customers that have built loyalty? And like, how do you believe that's going to change as things open up traditional retail, but there's still the online component and there's this kind of loyalty built up with these different brands? 
Yes, I think the the biggest thing is going to be making sure that there's crossover between your online experience and your brick and mortar and, and making sure that it's not completely separate. It's not obviously your brand aesthetic and the whole actual experience has to be the same, but loyalty is a big part of that. Like if you are going to build up a points balance online, you should be able to redeem that in store and vice versa. So is is your loyalty program integrated with your POS? If, if you're using Shopify POS, like Smile has an integration with that. So it's seamless. And that I think that's going to be a really big thing is making sure that it feels like the same loyalty program and it's not separate. We're seeing a lot of customers that were maybe thinking about omnichannel and going into wholesale last year that kind of just had to put everything on pause. And like you said, as things are starting to open back up and people are starting to come back to the office they're thinking about, okay, let's, let's get back into wholesale. And so it's, like I said, it's really making sure that your loyalty program online is going to be cohesive and and flow into that in-store experience. So that is not disjointed and customers enjoy both experiences. They, they can buy something in person if they want to, or they can, you know, check it out in store and then buy it online. And it feels like the same experience. Yeah. Cause I think that's been a big challenge though, with the, the kind of the POS kind of in-person experience and then what's going on on Shopify if you're buying like a physical gift card. I know gift cards another whole conversation, but it's interesting about how does the online POS experience compare to what's going on? Because you kind of want to instantly be able to buy a gift card or instantly being able to get some kind of reward points if it's an online transaction or an in-person transaction if you add on, I believe it's an extension available through Shopify POS that can connect and you can. So can we unpack that a little tiny bit more just for clarity about when you add this extension on through, I guess the, I, I'm going to call it the Shopify POS Pro seems to be a little more the more advanced version that most people are using when you add that extension on for smile like what's revealed in the tablet or the mobile device for the person working in the store and then how does that reflected with the customer that then generates these points or chooses to want to use points towards that either online or that in this case an in-person transaction right so if they have a points balance built up from online purchases or from the engagement that they've done on a website, that's going to surface in the in the tablet in the POS so that you can say, oh, I've got, you know, you've, you have 10 bucks worth of points that you can spend. You want to use those now. There's that benefit of being able to use the in-person reward from what you earned online. And then it trickles back to if you've got a points program set up where customers are earning points for purchases. After the purchase is made, you'll be able to say, hey, you're going to earn you know, 50 points for this purchase. And then that will, you can have that reflected online. So they bought something in store, you know, three days later, they're thinking, oh, you know what? I actually wanted to get two different colors of that shirt. So they go online and look it up and they have the points from the purchase earlier in the week that they can cash in and use towards free shipping or whatever kind of redemption um, rules you've created to, to make that experience just flow back and forth. So it really is the same loyalty experience online and offline. And all of that is kind of connected to the logged in experience of the email address. So I guess the salesperson would ask the question, Hey, um, have you shopped with us before? Oh, yes, you have. Oh, great. Online or in store. I'm not sure they like the qualifying questions, but I guess at the end of the day, you just ask for, could you ask for a phone number or is it only attached maybe through an email address? Right now it's only through email address, but if they use their work email to buy something online and then gave a personal one when they bought in store, 
they could reach out to you later if they say, oh, I, I have two accounts suddenly. You can very easily just like take the points from one of them and add them to the other and so that it's, it's a, a merged experience. It's not automatic, but it's very simple to do. So you obviously have so many brands that are connected to the platform. I believe that not all loyalty programs are the same. I think some work really well just synergistically, just there's just some serendipitous thing that just people tend to want to sign up for it. I think overall, it's overall brand experience, but I also believe that there's there's quite a bit of technology and a user experience that makes it easy to share and refer and get points and things like that. So let's talk about maybe some of the downsides or some of the mistakes that you've seen that brands have made, at least in your experience, when it, it relates to loyalty. So I think the biggest mistake that people make, I think it's just not starting. It can seem daunting to say, okay, I have to, there's so much I have to plan and figure out to get this started. So how do I actually do that? And, you know, with a platform like Smile, you can launch a loyalty program in literally less than 10 minutes. And so it's it's really making sure that you're using the right tools that, you know, that time to launch isn't days, weeks, months, or years down the road, but like it, it is easy to do. It's easy to set up. And so you can do it very quickly. We, there's default setup that can have your program be optimized enough to, to work sufficiently. But then the next mistake is just kind of thinking that it's just like a set it and forget it. Like it's, you, you can use the defaults, but in order to create a loyalty program that your customers are going to actually love, you do have to put a little bit of thought in, into it. <clears throat> you do have to change the design. So the colors match your brand colors and the, you know, if you're using you know, the different shapes or the, the actual aesthetic of the loyalty program feels like your brand. The naming is a big one too. Like, you know, don't just call it XYZ points or something like that. You know, having some alliteration or some sort of throwback to your product goes a long way in having it be something that is actually exciting for your customers to use. And it's not just like a thing that's there. And then, you know, a big part of it too is the integrations that actually make it like a cohesive enjoyable experience. We've talked about a few of the different apps you can integrate. One of the biggest ones is is ESP like we talked about and making sure that you know you're porting your loyalty information into your ESP. So you can do things like all the awesome segmentation that we talked about, but you know you can if you're sending out a marketing email, you can inject a person's point balance into an email so they can see, "Oh, I've got so many points." Or if you've got a VIP program set up, you can use um, an integration to say, oh, you know, you're 50 points away from earning your silver tier or whatever it is, just to add that level of customization so that it just feels like your loyalty program is part of the total brand experience. It's not, you know, I have an online store and then I have this completely separate loyalty program. They're one and the same. It's one, I've said it probably too many times already, but like a cohesive brand experience where it's just a good customer journey from start to finish. One thing I, I bring up a lot with brands is, if you're going to add on a piece of technology that you know is valuable, and in this case, obviously retention marketing through loyalty and refer a friend and VIP programs, like all the great technology that's built into Smile, I just love the fact that right from day one, that you've made it a priority that I'm going to play nicely with others in the Shopify partner ecosystem. You know, when you talked about these ESPs, like, you know, the Clavios and the Omnisends of the world, I mean, these are, you know, plus technology partners also widely adopted as, as email service providers or marketing automation, but you also play nicely with other tools like recharge for like subscription offerings or gorgeous as the CRM solution. Can we unpack that a little bit? Like how does the subscription offering work 
with the recharge kind of connection? And then maybe what's the CRM connection? Like why would it be important to reveal and have access to points in like as a customer service rep online, taking a live chat or a phone call and getting the details, doing a phone order, or even if it's a customer support issue, why would it be important to be able to have smile or sorry, gorgeous have access to the smile records of points. And like, I just want to understand that a little more. Sure. So on the subscription side, it's really about making it valuable for customers to get the subscription. And so you can reward for um, individual purchases, but you can also integrate with recharge and reward customers for signing up for that subscription so that they're getting points you know, each month kind of thing. That's kind of the gist of, of a subscription integration is making sure that you're making it beneficial for both the, the individual purchase and the subscription model as well. And then on the CRM side with platforms like Gorgeous, it's really about being able to segment and understand who your most loyal customers are. Obviously, you want to treat every customer like your best customer, but it is helpful to know that, hey, if Sally spent $1,000 with this in the past four days, that's probably a useful thing to know. Or Sally's, you know, been a customer for three years and she's our silver level or gold level or prestige level VIP to be able to understand who you're actually talking to. And the difference between just, you know, looking at purchase frequency or or just the amount of dollars spent is understanding it's your points and your VIP can kind of be a, a cohesive understanding of the value of a customer. So it's not just purchases and, and how much they've come back, but it's, have they shared us on social media? Have they followed us on social media? Have they also uh, left a review, joined our new, our newsletter? And so you can look at the points that they've earned and use that as a gauge of how engaged they are with your brand. How likely are they going to um, talk about your brand online on their on their own social channels and create that user-generated content for you? So it's really just about segmentation and being able to understand who you're talking to and, and what is the best way to engage with the customer to give them the best customer experience. Love that. You know, and I, I interviewed them recently too. And one one of their big claim to fame is they, they talked about their CRM being more of a profit center than a cost center. Meaning that, you know, as an agent that comes in and you give the email address of the customer, this record pulls up. It's interesting from what I understand is that with the smile connection, now you're right, the loyalty points balances, if they're part of the program is going to be listed there. But also imagine doing a phone order and saying, hey, you know what? No, you don't have any points yet, or you do, let's apply those. Or if you imagine being able to motivate the basket size by saying, hey, you know what? If you actually spend $42 more, you actually hit this tier and then I can apply those points like right now to give you a discount because you're, you know, or or you get these points now for your next purchase because you bump yourself up to the next tier. And I think you're really empowering a lot of frontline customer support people with a great CRM solution. But then how does that relate to the retention marketing points side of the business? Right. Yeah. So I, I think just like you said, they're being able to have those conversations and, you know, add those manual points balances is a huge tool that is probably underutilized as far as, you know, being able to just have that level of customer delight. And I think that just kind of plays, like you said, into long-term retention is, is you're being able to create those customer experiences that just drive that loyalty and build those relationships beyond just simply points. You know, it's, it's, it's easy to just keep giving away points for purchases and, and the social engagement bit, being able to just be like, Hey, we're just going to give you points for this or points for that. Or, you know, I, I often see merchants being able to send out campaigns through their, their ESP. That's just like, Hey, 
just for fun, here's five bucks worth of points or here's 10 bucks worth of points for being a great customer. And it's a little thing that goes a long way. It, it makes customers feel like you actually care about them as a customer and not just like an order number. And that just kind of plays into that that retention. Like you said, it, it's it's a long game of of retention, just using those those small moments of customer delight just to make your customers smile. So what does the future look like for Smile? Are you able to share, I guess, the North Star for the remainder of 21, maybe even beyond that, you know, partner alignment? Obviously, you're connected to a lot of the plus technology partners, innovation, just end of the day, like, how do you believe you're going to continue to offer value and assistance for Shopify brands? Yeah, so without going into too many of the details, because I'm actually putting together a blog post about this in the next couple of months, but a North Star that we really have as a business right now is just centered around merchant success. And that being like a key driver that, you know, we want to see customers, see merchants bringing their customers back and having those customers redeem their points for rewards. And that's, that's a big driver for us right now is what tools can we create? What features can we build off of? Or, you know, if there's a bug we can fix, what, what are the things we can do to actually just make our customers more successful and make all of those brands that are using Smile help their businesses thrive? We're, we're doing that obviously through product development and, and feature releases, but Another big part of that is, like you said, through those partner alignments and and just really doubling down on driving value with our key partners, especially in the Shopify Plus space. We really want to partner with the teams that are really driving value for customers. So um, seeing where there's alignment with that, where, you know, recognizing who else is really driving towards that and building features and tools that is designed for merchants to succeed, not just to pocket their own wallets and doubling down on those and creating pieces of content or whether it's webinars or ebooks or whatever kind of collateral or, or value adding content we can with them. That's just ultimately just going to help merchants succeed. That's that's really what's, what's driving us. There's two kind of big things that I want to touch on too, that we're really kind of going all in on. One is having a remote and global team. We posted a blog about this not long ago because we really shifted you know, with COVID and everyone being remote, like Shopify, we're just a remote company now. That's who we are as a business. So that actually helps merchants because that means that we're a global team now. You know, the the, the team that I'm working with directly, where some of us are based in Canada, some of us are in France and the Philippines, we're, we're global. And so that really helps customers uh, with helps merchants because if they have a problem and they need to talk to someone to smile about it, or they're not sure about a feature that they're looking at and they want to chat with someone, there's someone online nearly 24 seven. They don't have to wait days to get a support email back. We're just a remote team. So there's someone in your time zone online to be able to help you out. And the other thing that we're really going in on is community and figuring out, you know, how can we actually help e-commerce merchants, Shopify merchants be successful, whether that's like talking about loyalty and, and, and smile or just in general, what resources can we put together to just help the rest of the e-commerce community be successful. So many businesses were really struggling this year with with things closing down. And as more things open back up, what can we put together to just help them really succeed over the next days, weeks, months in this quasi through the weeds, but not quite out of the the woods yet with COVID. One thing I'll add too is I know I have your RSS feed. And so I actually syndicate uh, a lot of your content and certainly give the canonicals, the original source thumbs up from Google that, you know, you're the publisher of it. I'm more just casting a wider net for discovery, but it's quite interesting. I know, you know, so for, for those that really want to be on top of 
what's going on just overall in the Shopify ecosystem of being partners or thought leaders or marketing platforms. I'm, I think I'm almost 80 or so partners now I'm syndicating their content. So it's blowing up the website, at least from the traffic side and the size of the database now, because there's, you know, you know, hundred articles a week that are being published, you know, on e-commerce fast lane. Smile is one of them. People just aren't going to sit on the smile blog or wait on the Clavio blog for some kind of, you know, epic piece of content. And the, the difference is with e-commerce fast lane is that it's all in one and you can quickly peruse through the insights and going, aha, like almost like a news site and you go, hmm that's valuable to me and I'm going to go into it. So thank you for producing some great content and thanks for being a partner of Fastlane. I really do really appreciate that. No problem. And yeah, thanks for syndicating that. It is really doing something like that really just makes a treasure trove of information for, for merchants to pull information, like you said, from all these different platforms and, and technologies and tools that are, we love that there there's so many experts in their fields. Like, you know, you've got your ESP experts, you have reviews experts. And so having like e-commerce fast lane to be able to pull all of those key pieces of information together merchants can just like dive in and like just get such good content from so many amazing partners i'd also add before we wrap up for today i guess the the version three iteration of of e-commerce fast lane is i'm going to start syndicating a lot of the podcasts that are available i have a couple that that i produce but i also believe there's a lot of partners in the shopify ecosystem that like you that produce a weekly podcast and so through your, you know the itunes or the, the the spotify rss feed i'm going to be starting to syndicate everybody else so people that maybe itunes is not giving you the love or spotify is not giving the love discovery wise of the content you're producing from an audio perspective eventually then i'll whip into youtube and start syndicating a lot of that too but for now i'll make sure that we chat offline i'll get your rss feeds for your show and add it on to our next iteration of the platform. And yeah, just share that. In fact, you do have a podcast and it's part of this. I think it's overall this overall scope of this community building efforts that you're trying to do. You've got a remote team. So the service is there and the diversity and the, and the belonging that goes along with diverse workforce like Shopify. But then on the flip side, it's also the community efforts that you're doing. And I think written content is important. Getting on webinars. I know you co-brand and you co-sponsor and you're involved in lots of things there. And then also now the podcast It's pretty, pretty exciting stuff going on right now. Yeah, the podcast I've really enjoyed doing for anyone that, that hasn't tuned into it, it's called What's Your Ecom Stack? And it's literally just me talking to e-commerce merchants and finding out what tools are you using in your stack and what are you actually doing with those tools to succeed? Because it's easy enough to grab a tool like Built With to just like look at the technology on a website, but I actually want to find out like, what are you doing? What are the tips and tricks that you're using with your ESP or your quiz app or whatever it is? Like, what are you actually doing to succeed? It's, I've had a lot of really cool conversations with merchants really of all sizes, and it's been really interesting. So how can people learn more about the Smile solution and different kind of resources and things that you have available? Sure. So our website is smile.io. And from there, you can link to our blog, our case studies, our eBooks. We've got a demo video if you want to kind of see what Smile looks like under the hood uh, before getting started. We have, it's just an on-demand demo video hosted on YouTube. You can just click it and watch through. But really, you can get started on Smile for free. There's no um, credit card required. You can create an account, connect it with your Shopify store, and start building a points and referral program just right out of the gate in literally a couple minutes. It's completely for free. Yeah, I love that part. And I know that even for those that, you know, once you take a look at the platform, 
and you see what it can do and you say, hey, yeah, I want to have a referral program or I want to have a points program or I see the benefits in retention marketing. I'm sick of the, the customer acquisition costs of acquiring net new visitors. I want to cultivate and find more of my existing ones and cultivate the ones I do have. Smile has a solution to kind of help you with that. Once you see what the platform can do and you say, hey, I want to upgrade my tier levels to more features and more power to build your brand, then I know that they'll all have a link in the show notes for, I think there's an offer for up to 20% off for six months or, or longer plans or the one year option. So I just appreciate some of these offers free to get under the hood and just try it if you're not doing a loyalty program. And then the other option down the road, if it's right for you, then there's some opportunity moving forward to get a nice listener only promo. And I just really appreciate that. No problem. And yeah, like like you said, if, if someone's interested in a specific feature, and it's not on the plan they're on, you know, just reach out to our team and we can set up a trial for you too. And then once you know that, hey, this is something I, I, I want long-term, yeah, then lock in um, and get those those bigger discounts on on one of the higher tiers. So we're, we're happy to just really just help people find the, the plan and the features that they're looking for. Well, you know, as you know, like Shopify's mission really is to make commerce better for everyone. And, you know, it's, it's very clear based on today's recording. Thanks for coming on the show. It just it sounds like you and the whole Smile team really are in tight alignment, you know, really with wanting to help Shopify brands. And I just appreciate that. Just efficiencies improving as you connect to other partners and kind of what your technology will do to help a brand with a loyalty and retention offers. And, you know, which then obviously grows revenue and lifetime value. And these are all important metrics and just want to thank you for taking time today and sharing your knowledge, vision, the content strategy you have, the podcast, just overall just giving back to the Shopify ecosystem. So thank you so much for that. No problem. Thanks for having me, Steve. It's it great to be on again and, and just talk shop. <laughs> All right. And look for that uh, calendar invite for next year too. Absolutely. All right. Have yourself a great day. Thanks. You too, Steve. Today's episode is brought to you by High Conversion Recommend, powered by Amazon Personalize. They help medium to large Shopify merchants boost engagement, increase conversions, and most importantly, grow new revenue with the same product recommendation AI that's used on Amazon.com. When your visitors can't quickly discover the right products, they leave and they'll go to a competitor or a big marketplace. And that kind of explains why on average, 90% of your online visitors never find a product or add an item to the shopping cart. Effective product discovery is a must-have capability for all Shopify brands with 50 products or more in their catalog and ideally a million per year in revenue. High Conversion Recommend uses visitor actions, context, and Amazon's own recommendation algorithms to generate ultra-relevant personalized recommendations, most importantly, all in real time. So install High Conversion today and take them up on their offer. They have a seven-day product recommendation challenge. They believe they can produce 100% more revenue per visitor in just one week with the use of Amazon's product recommendation algorithms. So head on over, highconversion.com. Mention e-commerce Fastlane as a listener. You'll also get an exclusive 20% off their annual plan. Well, that's it for today's episode. I'd like to thank you personally for being a loyal listener of e-commerce Fastlane. It's my hope that this podcast is offering you a ton of value through growth strategies, tactics, and exclusive insider tips on the best Shopify apps and marketing platforms, all with my personal goal to help you build, manage, grow, and scale a successful and thriving company powered by Shopify. Thanks for investing some time today and listening to the show. I'm so proud and excited that you have a growth mindset and are a constant learner. 
I truly appreciate you and your entrepreneurial journey. Enjoy the rest of the week and keep thriving with Shopify.